This is Monday Morning Meditations number 57 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. What you do is so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. Greetings, risers, and a good Monday morning to you. Thank you for tuning in to Monday Morning Meditations on the Rising Man podcast. I'm your host and creator of this show, Jetty Azuma. If you are new to the Rising Man or our Monday Morning Meditations installment, this is my opportunity to jump on the mic and share some of my recent ruminations about the journey of manhood as seen through my eyes. I love these Monday morning episodes, and so... If y'all haven't heard them before, if this is your first time coming in, this is what it's about. We're about to jump in. But before we do, let me remind you to grab your ticket for our Call the Warrior event coming up on September 7th here in LA. It's a one-day immersive experience with over 100 men. We will ignite our masculine power through the ceremonial dance of the Maori people, the Hakka. My brother Leon Ruri is coming from all the way out in Australia to teach us the Hakka, its origins, its meaning, its purpose, and to lead us in performing the Hakka at sunset on Venice Beach. Mark your calendars. Saturday, September 7th, it's going to be incredible. Register now at rise.jettyazuma.com slash warrior. All right, without further ado, the topic for today's Monday morning meditation, sayers, doers, and beers. Shout out to my Rising Man team right off the top this time. What you guys don't know is that myself and my fellas, Julian, Mark, Rowan, and Sean, we are constantly communicating in order to get the podcast on point, to keep it on point. We've got a message thread which is occupied by logistics timelines and confirmations 75% of the time. But that other 25% is what inevitably happens when men begin to build relationship and trust each other. That 25% can be all kinds of things. I'm going to keep that part for us, but I will share that this episode's topic came from some of that dialogue we have as a superpower squad. And a special shout out to Julian to putting this one on the radar. So, sayers, doers, and beers. Here's an example of three different people showing up for the same thing. Person number one, I'm going to start jogging again tomorrow. Person number two, I started jogging again today. Person number three, I never stopped jogging. I am a runner. Person number one falls into the category of sayers. Those are folks, and we've all been there before, who have a great idea, but never get around to executing on it. When saying becomes a conditioned behavior and a repeated practice, you're in trouble. It goes back to what I'm always saying about the importance of our word, building trust with others and within ourselves. Sometimes the most important trust that we build is within ourselves, believing that when I say I will do something, I will do it, and proving that to myself. Even more than what it means to show anyone else that, proving that to myself first and foremost. To be someone who is known for saying and never doing is a reputation that is hard to break free from. Worst of all, nothing ever gets accomplished. If we're always just talking about our grandiose ideas but never fulfilling on them, We never get anything done. And I've got a lot of compassion for those who are stuck in this space. I've been there before. It's painful to hear yourself say something and to do another, or to not do, for that matter. I've got a lot of compassion for men who are stuck in the saying of life. 
And I know that the only way to break free is to commit and lean into the doing. I think that this is a boyish behavior that travels with us in life is, is to, and, if, and it can be in different domains of our lives too, to say that we will do something, but not to fulfill on it, to be unable to rise above our resistances, to surrender to our fears that keep us from stepping into the doing. Coming up with a great idea never got anybody anywhere. Coming up with a great idea, saying a great idea out loud, never changed the world. It's fulfilling on that that makes a difference. And I get it. It's not easy. To be a doer requires a lot more than to be a sayer. It requires a lot more courage, a lot more energy, a lot more effort. But the results, the rewards, can't be denied. Which leads me to person number two. I started jogging again today. The man who walks the walk, takes action to back up the words. These are the men we strive to become. As little squires, we watch the princes and kings taking action. We visualize ourselves one day being valued for what we deliver on. Because it's painful enough to not back up the talk with the walk. And once you make that shift, do the uncomfortable in order to back up your words with actions, the scales start to tilt in the other direction. As soon as we start to be our word, as soon as we start to do what we said we were going to do, everything changes. And success is a habit. And habits are created by repeated, committed action. So in order to cross this threshold from saying, from talking, into doing and walking, we must consistently choose to do consistently choose to rise above our fears, consistently choose to rise above our resistances and lean in to the discomfort of life. And the rewards are there. The investment is massive. We got to surrender our ego. We got to let go of our fears. We got to rise above all of the machinations and all the conditioned behaviors we've had in our lives up till now. Because the payoff is great. But in order to have what you never had, you have to do something you've never done. The only downside to doing is that it's still in process to becoming mastery. A doer has not embodied his craft. He is still in the practice of it. A runner who has to will himself to jog every day still has one more level to go before he becomes it. Which leads us to person number three. I never stopped running. I'm a runner. The embodied soldier. Maybe we don't have everything dialed in in our lives, but the places where we do, the commitments we have that don't require any thought from us, these are the ones that give us our freedom. These are the ones that we lean on when times are tough. The ones that we protect, the ones that we fight for no matter what, because without these, we're not who we are. The runner who never stops running does so because it's part of his identity. Without the run, he's not himself. He's a shell of who he used to be. Substitute running with whatever that is for you. Writing, teaching, being a father, providing for your family, making a respectable income, whatever it is, recognize where you want to be on this spectrum of saying, doing, and being. For me, I start to trust men who can at least will themselves into the doing. Sayers are still deciding if they care enough to commit. Let me say that again. Sayers are still deciding if they care enough to commit. There's a lot of doing to be done before one makes it to being, which is the embodiment stage. The stage where it simply is who you are and it requires little or no thought. It takes a lot to get to that place. It's possible. 
But the point is, is that we commit ourselves to moving along the spectrum and not getting stuck in the talk, not getting stuck in the monotonous doing, but striving towards being, towards becoming that which matters most to us, that which we visualize ourselves as being. If there's something that matters to you in your life, ask yourself, am I saying, doing, or being? Am I saying, doing, or being? This will help you see where you're at and recognize what's needed to move to the next level. The brilliance is in the simplicity. If we are really honest with ourselves, which is not easy to do. It's not easy to be really honest with ourselves. That's why we need men supporting us and mirroring back to us our experience. But if we can get honest with ourselves and what's true, then we can sniff out our own bullshit. I can't keep lying to myself if I'm saying I will do something and never following through. That's very, that's very simple, very clear. If I've been hammering away at something consistently for a long time and it still requires committing and recommitting to get it done, then I'm not yet a beer. One way or the other, the truth is revealed. And the truth is what sets us free. Or so they say. If you're looking to sharpen your edge and prepare yourself for the world, look no further than what we've got coming up this fall under the umbrella of the rising man. As I mentioned in the top of the show, we've got our Call of the Warrior event on September 7th here in Los Angeles. Make sure you grab your ticket right now. Stop everything you're doing. Go to rise.jettyazuma.com slash warrior. Click the button and opt in. Get your ticket today because you're not going to want to miss this one. Also, we have spaces opening for our Fall Compass crew. This is our vision fasting opportunity where we go out for a week in the wilderness. You're, well, we'll actually be in the desert, wilderness of the desert, which is a very special kind of wilderness. A couple days of prep on the front end, a couple days of integration on the back end, but four days of fasting alone in the desert, connecting to your purpose, marking your passage into manhood, gaining clarity on where to go next in your life with ceremony and prayer. It's an experience and an opportunity like no other. So if you're interested, send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. I'll get you more information. I'll send you a link to an interview that we did where we give a lot of information about Compass, what it's all about, so you can learn more and see if it's a right fit for you. It's an incredible opportunity. My fast, which I did five years ago, completely changed my life and set up everything that has happened since then. So if you're into it, if you're feeling it, send me a message, we'll get you hooked up. Please subscribe to us on the podcast app of your choice. Give us a rating, give us a review, especially if you're on iTunes, hit us with those five stars, hit us with a review. Even if you've done one a long time ago, please go back and do it again because it helps us to continue attracting high powered guests to this show and a greater and greater audience, a greater community of men to hold up this rising man movement with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you in advance for doing that. It really helps, it really goes a long way. Shout out to my power crew, my rising man fire squad, Sean Offenbach, Julian Subic, Mark Rose, and Rowan Tyne. I appreciate you four brothers more than y'all know. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.